What if the whole world seriously began to love one another? What did Jesus say? Love your neighbor. What did he say? Love your enemies. I mean, is it hard? Some cases it is hard. But what we need is love, not just for some, but for everyone. Everyone. The theme of that song hit in the 60s, that's my time. I remember the song. It strikes a chord that resonates in all of us that we remember. And yesterday it was Valentine's. Probably a lot of flowers were bought. A lot of candy was bought and given to express our love to one another. We passed a department store late last night, probably close to 9 o'clock. They were still open. <laughs> Valentine balloons blew up all in the place over there. I told Lynn, I said, they'll be giving them away. She said, oh, they'll just sell them next year. Could have put a sign out front, half off, get it before they run out. We raised relief money for those who are less fortunate than we. We're willing to go that extra mile and applaud the actions of people like a man that I read about was 75 years old. His name is Russell. Russell heard about a family that was hitting it hard, that had moved into a motel because they had been booted out of their house because of lack of work. They couldn't pay their rent fee, so they were forced to move out. Russell, the story says, took up money, took up food, found toys, and took to the local motel and presented them to the daddy and the mother and the children. Unfortunately, Russell's kindness was repaid. When a few days later, as he crossed the parking lot of a mall, he was approached by that daddy who drew a knife and took his car and his billfold. Tough love. The world needs love, y'all. Russell's experience explains why the world needs love. What if everyone who was mistreating someone today, that God got a hold of their heart and they begin to love? What would, do, what would that do? Tough love is where a mother stands in court and faces a man who has killed her son and says, I forgive you, I love you. It happens. Why do bad things happen to good people? If love was always returned, there would be enough to go around. The love of God never runs out. The Bible says, let the love of God dwell. The word dwell means to live within. Let the love of God dwell within you. But love is not always returned. And sometimes when love is returned, we, we redefine it to fit our interest. What is our interest? Love means different things to different people. Even in a common conversation, people will make statements like, I love my job. Last night, uh, I saw t-shirts in this particular restaurant that the waiters and waitresses wearing. I love my job. Now, what do they love about the job? Do they love it because they have a job? Do they love it because they meet people? Do they love it because they earn money? Do they love it because, hey... I'm better shape than most. I love my job. Some folks might say, I love my golf game. 
I love my friends. I love my computer. I love my iPad. I love my iPod. I don't have none of those things. Couldn't tell you how to turn the first one on. I love my flip phone. I don't have to hunt nothing but a button to flip it open and hit a button and it doesn't simply say who you want to call. I want to call Jeffrey Bodine and it'll ring that number. And say, hello, and what are you doing? And goodbye, and close it up. You need yourself a... No, I don't. I'd probably lose it. Some of you, you're, those things are as big as little TV screens. I love it. Lynn will hand me hers sometime. Here, look at this, and I'll hold it like this, and all of a sudden, I haven't moved, and the picture does this. Well, I turn it this way, and it does that way. So what kind of rig is this? I mean, it don't, can't even pay attention to which way I'm looking <laughs> Next time I hand it to him, I'm going to turn it cock-sided and see what it does. I love this and I love that. Well, I love my wife and I love my children. I love my daughter-in-laws and I love my grand-youngins. I do. I love my church. Some folks says, I love my tigers, I love my bulldogs, and I love my gamecock. Well, I can eat all three. The word love means so many different things to many different people. You try it this week. Hey, what do you love? Hey, depends on where you're at, what time of day it is. I love taters and gravy. Hey, I do. Depends on what mood you catch people in as to what they really actually love. Well, the wisdom of the Bible is very plain and very clear. However, its definition of love in writings, means different things to different people again. Writing to people who were afflicted with anger and had difficulty, had conflicts. Old Paul said, I want you to listen. Though I speak, he said, with the tongues of men and of angels, and I have not love, I am nothing. If I have the power to move mountains and I don't have love, I am nothing. I have, if I have the power to restore peace in the world and I have not love, I am nothing because it will not last. God has designed love, genuine, Godly love to last. To last. Well, Paul was on target. The timeless words were written by many people who had different ideas and different commitments and different sacrifices for what they really love. Paul's letter to these Corinthians understood faith, understood knowledge, understood spiritual gifts, strong leaders, inspiring messages from the Word of God there in chapter 13 of the book of 1 Corinthians. He knew what he was saying. He was trying to convey the message, though. Love is the central theme, and everything else springs out from that. That's why it's necessary, important, to have a love of God in you and in me. You can't listen to people without loving them. Oh, Lord, here he comes again. I wish he'd go to the other side. I'm just dread talking to him. Well, just apply the love of God. In the human side, I'm satisfied. Jesus said, oh, no, not another one. I'm tired. I'm wore out. And here comes another one. 
He didn't say that. He stopped. He took time out for each and every one. I forget who I was talking to this morning. doesn't matter. A little child walks up, grabs me by the pants leg. You know what I did? I kicked him off out of the way until I got through talking to the adult. You know better than that, don't you? I stopped talking to the adult. I got down where they were, and I hugged them, and I said, I like them blue jeans and them tennis shoes. Off they went. What kind of an opinion would a little child have of me if I'd have said, don't bother me, son, I'm talking. I don't have time for you right now. What kind of love is that? Well, when we think about all these things, These Corinthians, just like us, forgot that it is possible to study the Scriptures and miss the heart and the mind of God. What if God said, well, I ain't loving them people, my goodness. I certainly am not going to give my only son for them. They're not worth it. I know they're not worth it because I can see all the way into the future that they are not worth it. They forgot. And that is to receive the pure love of God and then give it away. Give it away. Or better, share the love of Jesus. Now, the word share carries a mighty load. You listen to it. The word share carries a mighty load. The letter S in share is for sacrificing. If you're going to share the love of God, it's going to cost you, my friend. It's going to, you're going to have to make a sacrifice because my God made a sacrifice when He gave His Son Jesus and Jesus stretched out His arms and died on a cross. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish. It was a total sacrifice. Are you willing, as you share, to make that Sacrifice. The letter H in share. If you're going to share, it'll bring about harmony if you'll let it. Psalms chapter 1 verse 3 says, He, He that is the person who has embedded their lives in the love of God, He says, shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. Its leaves shall not wither, and whatever they do, because of the love of God, they'll prosper. Harmony. Harmony. If you're going to share the love of God, i tell you what it's going to call for. It's going to call for some action. In the book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse 16, simply says, Entreat me not to leave you. Or to return from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Sharing demands a sacrifice. It demands harmony. It demands action. But I'll tell you something else. It remains, it, it re, uh, in, entails it reinforcement. We need to be reinforced, y'all. Our old Russell, 75-year-old Russell. It, the, the story didn't say how long he'd been serving God, 
story didn't say how long he'd been loving God, but that situation with that particular family touched Russell's heart at 75 years old. And so he did what God led him to do. And God knew what was going to happen to Russell before it happened. God knows what's going to happen to you before it happens. But you cannot turn your back on God. You cannot turn your back on somebody when they go against you because He said, love your neighbor. Pray for those that, that enemy. Love that enemy. Love those who despitefully use you. And that's what this daddy did. He used Russell by taking his billfold and taking uh, his car. Reinforcement. Are you willing? You know, that's the thing. If you're going to share, it's going to entail some sacrifice. It's going to entail some harmony, some action, some reinforcement. I'll tell you something else, though. It's also going to require some endurance. It don't, it's not just for today. It's not just for this hour. But it's for on and on and on. When you think of the Lord Jesus and all the places He went and how He was treated, He endured affliction. When everybody turned against Him, He went off by Himself and He prayed for endurance. 1 Corinthians 13.7 says, Beareth all things. Believeth all things, hopeth all things, endures all things. If I don't finish this, I'll quit, but that's the introduction, okay? Jesus loves. Thank you for the song, Jesus Loves Me. Probably one of the first songs we as little young'uns who were raised up in church Remember, Jesus loves me, this I know. Why? Because the Bible says so. Is there any other reason to understand and know Jesus loves me? No, there isn't. If you believe the Word of God, then you believe that Jesus loves you. And don't you say, well, why am I having such difficulty? Because of sin. Not necessarily in your life, but we all as Christians, lost, saved, whatever, we're having to deal with the devil and all that he throws at us. And by the way, he ain't done yet. As long as you and I are in this world and name the name of Jesus, we're going to fight the devil. It's constant. It's every day. It's every hour of every day. I tried something last night. I didn't even tell Lynn this. I pulled up and let her out to go in and get us a number. And I went around trying to find the closest park to the door. When you get old, you want the closest park to the door. So I noticed this older couple come out. I watched them make their way across the parking lot, and they got in the car. So I just sat. Well, another car was coming. I put on my suit and let him know, hey, I'm waiting on this park. You guess what happened? No, it didn't. I was expecting it to happen. Okay? I was looking for it to happen. Had my signal on. This car backs out. This other one is sitting, coming toward me. The park's right here. I'm right here. After that car that was backing out cleared, I noticed the driver in the other car done like this. Thank you, sir. I pulled in. The opposite of that, I've had it to happen. Did you get in there before they do? 
don't let them have it. If I knew I could raise money for this church by giving parking tickets, I'd go have a thousand of them printed today and begin to pass them out. Here's two lines. They're, they're made for you to get in there, okay? Get in there and get in there straight. Over this way, over that way. Two for the price of one. I mean, have you ever? And in my mind, the devil says, what you need to do is go get your van and just whoop up in there real close to them. One more mark's not going to hurt anything. I saw you the other day. I'm satisfied you did. There's not another 93 Chevrolet van in the county like that. By the way, this is not an advertisement. I need your help. My driver's door on the left side won't fasten. And I got a redneck latch on it. Next time you see it, you look at it. You close the door, you roll the window down, you reach out, you pull the latch over to keep the door from flying open while you're going down the road. I've had people looking for a left-handed 93 Chevrolet van door. He says there ain't none. I know where two are, and both of them are on the road. Not counting mine. I'm thinking, maybe I ought to follow these guys and see if they're going to have a wreck. You know, I need a door. Yeah, I saw you the other day. I pulled up at a restaurant, and this guy, as I know, little rascal, comes in and he says, Did anybody get hurt in this wreck out here? I said, Yes, they did, but I survived. What do you want to know about it? Well, love, we got to pass it on. Jesus is love. I want you to simply apply this love to your marriage. Say, I'm not married. Then apply it to somebody else's marriage. Say, I hope I'll never get married. Apply it to somebody else's marriage. I'm glad I'm not married. Apply it to somebody else's marriage. Let's take the word Valentine. Okay, this won't take long. According to the watch, it's about 11.25. Am I 30 minutes off or an hour off? Hello? I'm off. Good to start. Danny's watch is going back. I like your Tennessee tie, man. It looks good. Valentine. We just celebrated it yesterday. Valentine. Let's think about the value of his love. John three sixteen. I'm not going to quote it again. That shows you the value of God's love for you. Are you showing that same value in your marriage? I mean, I'm talking total sacrifice here. The Ruth says, Naomi, I'll go wherever you go. It don't matter just where you go, I'll go. That was proof a few months ago when Lynn said, I guess we're going to Africa because he's going. Value of love. Not only the value, but what about the ability of his love? Listen. God, through the Holy Spirit of... Listen, Romans chapter 5, verse 6, it says, When we were without strength, just at the right time, Jesus died for the ungodly. Ability. It takes ability to stay in there with it. Ability. What abilities do you bring to the table for your marriage? What abilities do you bring? Well, our marriage is valuable. Hey, 
Nothing else. Lynn and I have invested over 44 years in this thing. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in there with it. It's valuable to me. It's a relationship. And it takes a lot of ability on her part and mine. Abilities. We share our abilities together. I need her. I'm glad the Bible says, I'm going to create you a helpmate. You're going to need help, buddy. I'm glad. I'm thankful. Jesus' love is valuable. It has abilities. But I'll tell you something else. It is loyalty. It's loyalty every day, in and out. I love her. She loves me. And God Almighty loves us. It's loyalty of His love. Hebrews, listen, Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is not going to change. I should not change. She should not change. Except we both change for the better. Not for my selfish reasons, but for the better for God to work through and in us as a team. The earnestness of His love. Just how earnest was He? John 15, 13 and 14, Jesus said, Greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, He says, if you do what I ask you. Sad to say, some men don't ask their wives to help or do anything. They demand, which is the wrong way, by the way. You should ask, would you mind helping me? Would you mind doing this or that for me? Would you? It's important. Those of you who are dating, let me tell you something. If this person you're dating doesn't have the love of God in their heart, I'd break up now. Because you're headed down the wrong road. And it can lead to nothing but destruction unless both of you or one of you or whichever one it needs to be has the love of God in your heart. It's important. It is necessary that we value our relationship. And, and, and cooperate our abilities uh, uh, together and be loyal to one another and be earnest in what we do. But listen to this, the letter N there. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Romans 8.35 names a host of things. And it says, nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate Lynn and I. I promise you on the authority of God's Word, because she and I are both followers of the Lord, we love one another, only death is going to separate us. Hello? Wake up. The letter T is for a testimony. What kind of testimony does your marriage carry? The testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ's love is found in Hebrews thirteen five. We shall be content with what we have. Because Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Before I walk out the door at home, I have a photograph, a portrait of Lynn in her wedding dress. I, don't know, I do not say, you sure were beautiful. 
Uh uh-uh. You are still beautiful. In the old 93 van slid in the crack of the headliner up there is a photograph of her in the 10th grade. Hey, it's okay. You say you henpeck. Say, no, I just know who lays the eggs. I do. And I can crow about it because I am the rooster. You know what I think about what I think of the rooster? I think of when that guy came to Dodge City and hypnotized old Festus. Ah, uh, you remember that? He walked in the saloon and flapped his arms and crowed about three times. <laughs> wow. It's a testimony. The letter I am movable. First Corinthians fifteen, fifty eight. Talks about being anchored and rooted. Listen to it. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. You know what that means? Constant, loyal, unmovable, always. Not sometime, not when it feels good or I feel good or anybody else feels good. Always abounding in the work of the Lord because I know my labor for the Lord will not be in vain. It may not be welcomed or thanked here, but it will be welcomed, it will be thanked when I get home. The letter N again, another N. We gotta nourish this thing. We gotta nourish the love of God. We gotta nourish our love for one another. It don't just happen. Well, Picture this. A car is going down the road, and all of a sudden, the tire goes flat. You pull over, you get the jack out, you get the spare out, you jack up the car, you take your lug nuts off, and you put the spare on, you let the car down, and then, because you're so mad, you take the flat tire and shove it off down an embankment. Do Is that what you do? No, that's not what you do. You put that flat tire in the trunk and lovingly as soon as you can get somewhere and get it fixed and get it back where it belongs. That's what the idea is here. God don't, He don't ever say throw it away and start over. No, He wants you to stick with it. It could be you that goes flat next. It could be me that goes flat next. Okay, we've got to nourish it in Ephesians 6, 4. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up. Listen, men. Bring them up. How? By nourishing and urging them to follow Jesus. To follow Jesus. Valentine's. Another letter E appears in the word Valentine. How should this love be? It should be effective. Effective. Encouraging love from the Word of God and apply it to our lives and do what He says do. Effective. Encouraging 
Luke chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus said, I didn't say this, by the way. He said, if any man, if any person will come after me, first of all, he's got to deny himself. You know, that's the problem in some marriages today. That's the problem in some Christians' lives today. They got only, they're only thinking of themselves. Just me. It's what I can get out of it. He said, I want you to deny yourself. And I want you to take up your cross. What is that? Any burdens you have, come, follow me, and I'll take the burdens away, and I'll lead you in a straight path. Hey, you're going to get there. But you've got to do what His Word says. You can't just jump around here and there. Take it up daily, He said. Hey, it's an everyday thing, y'all. It's an everyday thing. And follow me. What the people in this world needs today is to love God with all their heart. I do love you. Lynn and I are here for you. We don't ask for situations. Situations just come. What do you do when it comes? You deal with it. You can't sweep it under the rug. You can sweep the dirt under the rug if you want to. But the more you walk on that rug, the more that dirt wants out. And so before long, if you keep walking on that rug, the dirt reappears. You can't just sweep it under the rug and say, well, it's out of my sight. It may be out of your sight, but it's not out of our mind. God loves us. Right now, God physically is out of our sight. Jesus is physically out of our sight. All we have is the blessed Holy Spirit of God. We don't see Him, but we see the results of Him in people's lives when they love one another. You be sure when a person says, I love you, you, you might be wanting to figure out what do they want. Russell didn't tell this family when he brought the money and the food and the toys to this family, well, guys, the reason I'm doing this is because I love you and God does too. No, I'm doing this because I want to. And it is because of my love for God. But he didn't, ha- he didn't say that. Actions, okay, speak a whole lot louder than words. But then Russell was mistreated. But God was the same. And He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I beg you, please, love people. Love people. It don't matter just what, what happens or what they do. We've got to love people. People need the Lord, by the way. And the way we express to them that they need the Lord is by our love. Because we may be the only Christian that they ever meet. And it might be a one-time meeting. So she said, what the world needs now is love. Sweet love from the Lord. Father, in Jesus' name.
plant our feet on higher ground. Lord, if our hearts need to be broken, break our heart. Melt our heart and mold it into what you would have it be. Lord, I realize and know I am nothing without you. And I thank you so much for my wife. I thank you for my family. I thank you for my church. And I thank you for your Holy Spirit who lives within. Speak to our hearts. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.